I know it's silly, but man, do I love having that intro playing at the beginning on its own. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. Guys, tonight we're doing a top 10. Top 10s are back. We're doing an MCU top 10. Well, the top MCU movies. You've got a guest with us tonight. Miss that Valkyrie girl, Megan. How are you? I am good. I am ready to get into this. I have been watching, I think I watched three or four of these that I've listed down over the last day or two. Cause I'm like, I need to make sure that they're good. I have bullet points. I am so prepared. <laughs> uh, you mean you've watched three or four of the movies? Yeah. In like, well, oh, that's day hilarious. <laughs> you know what? I, and we're doing a top 10 MCU movies and I haven't watched a single MCU movie in ages. So I'm, I'm the worst. I, I know. I know. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Hey, before we keep going, Micah Padre, Mr. Jeff at Messiah Complex Cosplay, wearing his cardigan, glasses, the whole deal. And he cut the bottom of the thing. It's only a mustache now. It's like every day you're like morphing into something different. Got to keep them on their toes. Got to keep them guessing, right? Since my facial hair seems to be the topic of conversation so often. We got to keep switching it up, you know, got to keep the people guessing and moving. And by the way, if you're the worst when it comes to MCU movies, uh, I think I might have you beat on this one, sir. I don't know the last MCU movie I watched. It's been a time. Yeah, I uh, you've been kind of turned off on the MCU for a while. while. Everything post Endgame has been has been rough for me. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I have one movie post Endgame on my list. Yeah, same. Uh, which I don't think anybody's going to be able to argue with, you know. No, I don't think so that either. Was. But, uh, Michael in the chat there, uh, the Wicked Witch, the Wicked Witch of Toronto West is here <laughs> in the YouTube chat. So, guys, just in case you uh, didn't know, yeah. uh, we were talking on Instagram because we do have a pre-show called Technical Difficulties. That's right. I'm saying this as if the people that are watching us here to now weren't all on instagram just before this oh no but anybody checking us out on youtube after the fact it's good for them oh, to know right there you go so we're alive at quarter seven every week right before the show on thursday nights only Eastern on time. instagram only on instagram yes uh we were talking about a previous top 10 that we've done mainly the villains the and uh one. it was the best one 100 no argument there nope so yeah Megan's like, we're going to leave it at I that. Wish, I wish to argue, please. I wish to argue. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Wow. So the comments are already coming in pretty fast. Steve is saying Jeff is a mustache king. Steve. I mean, no Steve. doubt. Jeff's right facial hair game right here, is brother. on right point every single week. Hey there, Beardly McBeardson. Your facial hair is epic. I love your beard. Because now I've seen you both, and I the beard is chef's kiss. You mean you've seen me without a beard? Yeah. When we yeah, did, I, uh, you don't want to see me without a beard. No, I, I mean, would, dude. You were Alfred Molina. You were, uh, you were, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh exactly. Octavian. It was perfect. Yeah. Uh, oh, Andrew Saxon. Andrew, ill-gotten hugs. Funny I made your YouTube broadcast. Thank you so much, dude. Hey. I've been wondering where you are. That's amazing. How you doing? Hopefully, we're going to see Andrew at Toronto Comic Con. Andrew so. did Kite Man last year, right? Uh, yes. A- Andrew yes. is. That's 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 definitely Andrew's. That couldn't be any more Andrew's wheelhouse if you try. Andrew really likes yeah. to do 
uncommon characters that that not like his Krampus is great. Yeah, his Kite Man is amongst my favorite. He was also Gandalf on when we did our Lord of the Rings. That oh, that's day. right. He was Gandalf. That's right. There's Becca. Not possible. Hello. Oh, hello, hello. So, okay. Uh, guys, uh, top 10 <laughs> movies. We're going to keep this to top 10 MCU movies. Okay? That's the first thing that we're going to put in place as a hard rule. We're not talking about all Marvel movies. We are only today talking about MCU movies. Aye, lad. Because criteria. Yes, because criteria. I will let the Hulk pass even though it's not technically mcu the incredible hulk you mean no the hulk the incredible hulk is mcu it's technically you're talking about like the eric banna movie yeah Just hulk yes you're calling that mcu i would let that slide well no Anything one's gonna pick it anyway that? so I, exactly. I think we're gonna be the point okay. i'm trying to make is nobody's gonna pick that anyway right so i would let that uh, one slide well, anything worry, beyond that bud. It has to be a Marvel-produced Disney movie. Criteria shots fired. Listen, Steve. <laughs> All right? She can take uh, and... Beyond that, do we have any other criteria? I don't think so. No, it's just MCU, right? I mean, if you go yeah. to MCU. you type in MCU movies, you will get a list of the MCU. That's right. Starting with The Incredible Hulk and ending with whatever that last hunk of shit. I mean, whatever that last movie was. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. So, with that said, who wants to start? Let's stop. Let's start talking about MCU movies because there are a lot of them. We're not going to get through all of them because at one point they're just going to be bottom tier for all of us. Um, actually, before we get started, let's 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 talk about quickly something that we all figured out pre-show. Everybody has their like. In my case, was seven that were solid, solidly in my top ten. Everything below seven for me was either a mid-tier movie or a bottom-of-the-barrel movie. So I had a hard time coming up with an actual 10 names because some of them are interchangeable, yeah. right? Like my bottom three could be interchanged with a number of other MCU movies, uh, yeah. which is probably how we're going to end the night is just naming a couple and seeing where they rank with the others. But we're not going to go through all of the mcu we are keeping this to our top 10. Mm -hmm. so yes Great. megan did you want to get started okay if i'm kicking this off and we're going mid list up start sure. where you want yeah okay. dealer's choice okay i'm gonna toss out then uh my number five which is black panther <laughs> the first one okay okay so with that one so my point uh, yeah. that for this, that it needs to be within the top 10. The world building for this was amazing. Like just visually, this entire movie was stunning. The costuming, the sets, everything just chef's kiss. Perfect. Uh, and then for the actual storyline, people that know me will know when I say that like, I think Killmonger is, I'm not gonna say the best MCU villain, because I still think, I'd say he's on par with Loki, personally for me. That is the only villain that I've seen where the death ended up with like actual genuine emotion and a change in the hero for the better. Like without Killmonger, 
they're not going to be going and doing all the humanitarian aid that they were going to do in the U.S. after that movie. It's just, it's not happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were going to stay isolated. They were going to keep doing what T'Challa's dad did. Mm-hmm. And then this I, happened. Uh, I, so, and it was just, yes. I'll say this. I agree that Killmonger is one of the best villains to come out of the MCU for me. Um, I don't even really like uh, Michael B. Jordan as an actor overall. He's done some okay stuff. I've never just been a, oh, wow, I love this guy. I think he's so good, yeah. right? But in this, he was amazing. So he, good. for me, was the only really good part of that first movie. I didn't. I thought the first movie was okay. For me, Black Panther was is, is one of those interchangeable ones, right? Like For me, he's at the bottom of my list. Uh, but it's still on your list. He is. Don't get me wrong. There's something to be said about what the Black Panther movie meant to the MCU and the world at large, the fandom at large, right? Um, as far as a story, it was just another basic story. It was another Iron Man versus Iron Man, Panther versus Panther, Flash versus Flash. You know, it's always the same trope that we just got the same thing again. Um, so for me, it was okay. Um, I, I And I'm going to get some heat for that, for what I'm about to say, but I think that the acting... In the second movie, I think was better than in the first movie. As dumb as the second movie, the story was for me. The acting, I thought, was... Some of the scenes that they had in that movie just blew my mind. I would say, I think Uh, going from that, it helped for the acting in the second movie that the actors were drawing on like a real well of grief. A hundred percent. And you can tell. You can really tell. And and you could tell and and but you also believe it, right? Yeah. It, it's you, you never feel like they're out of character in yeah. their grieving for T'Challa slash Chad with Bozeman, right? Because yeah. it feels right and it feels true and it feels real to the story. Yes. The beginning of that movie was amazing. It was the beginning of that movie, I was all in. I was like, okay, this is going to be a great movie. It's the rest, specifically the end, that I was like, eh, really? But anyway, I don't want to get into it because we're not talking about the second one. We're talking about say, the first one. First one. Jeff, did you have anything to add to the discussion? Of No. <laughs> okay. Just, nope. No? I'm assuming Black Panther's not even on your list. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought so. Okay. Uh, so then what is on your list? Oh, you want me to go next? Yes. For my mid-tier one, I am going Okay. Guys, buckle in because if <laughs> here we go. This is going to piss so many people off. Oh, no. Eternals. Oh. Okay. I can't argue on that because I haven't seen it. Uh, my case for Eternals, and I know this is going to fall on a lot of deaf, deaf ears, but that's okay. Um, one of the things that I think Black Panther actually does well is the world building and the character building on e- in Eternals is, from in my mind, better than almost anything else that the MCU has done, mostly because it doesn't rely on the rest of the MCU for its world building and its character building as a lot of the mcu leans into a lot of the other mcu to kind of prop it up 
and get it where it needs to be. Eternals, because of the time frame and because of the locations it takes place in, stands on its own. And I felt that the character and the world building in that was so good that it really put it over the top. And of course, you guys know, if you know me at all, you know I am more of a DC guy than a Marvel guy. And it's commonly held that this is the most DC of the Marvel movies that have been hundred percent. Yeah. And I know there was a whole bunch of right wing nut jobs that came out with the whole is too woke, blah, 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 because it has a diverse cast, but everybody killed it. I thought some of the standouts were Gilgamesh, obviously, the, the actor that played Gilgamesh killed it. Uh, having Selma Hayek in there, um, Kamel Nanjiani so good as Kingo so good and got completely ripped out and then Rob Stark I mean the Richard Madsen I thought I thought he was fantastic in the film as well even Angelina Jolie in a smaller role Barry Keegan sorry man now I'm just picking out everybody everybody's fantastic guys like it's a very very good mm-hmm. film uh, it's an expertly well-crafted film, and uh, yeah, I just fell in love with it. I, I don't, I can't. T- I watched it like thirty times now. I, I love the movie. So, and again, I know I'm in the minority on that one, but so the movie gets a lot of flack online. A lot of people say they hate the Eternals, but it, it, when I speak to people, most of the spe- people that I speak to tell me, yeah, it was all right. Like it was, it wasn't crazy good, but it was an all right movie. I liked it. I like Eternals. I, I liked that it brought something a little bit different to the MCU that we hadn't had at this point. I'm also a big fan of DC. So this felt like an old school DC anime. Or not anime, but... <laughs> animated movie. Uh, yeah, Animated movie. Yeah, if you're one of those people like me where you get tired of watching the same Marvel formula movie over and over and over again, Eternals is the film for you because it's not that. It's, it, it's a departure from that. So, Megan, what do you think? Oh, you haven't seen it, Megan. I, I haven't seen it, so I can't argue that it shouldn't be in the top 10. Eternals, boo. The name is Marvel Cinematic Universe. They break their own canon in that one. It is still Marvel, you geek. <laughs> you just said, though, the reason that you like it is that it's not tied into the rest of the MCU for the plot. I said it's not as tied in. They still make references. Blade <laughs> ends up talking to... Um, uh, uh, Kit Harrington there, Jon Snow at the end when yeah. he uh, is about to come the Black Knight. They're asked specifically why they didn't join in the fight against Thanos. It's not like they don't reference the greater MCU. Okay. I just feel like they don't use it like a crutch like a lot of the other MCU movies do mm-hmm. by forcing so many different other MCU elements to prop up some of the, like this shot. Captain America Civil War is a good example, right? That's not a good movie. If you do plot breakdowns of that film, it's actually pretty terrible, but there's enough of the rest of the MCU stuff there to prop it up that it turns into an enjoyable, entertaining watch of a film. But as a film itself, it's dreadful. Don't ever do a plot breakdown of that movie. You will go cross-eyed. It's brutal. I wasn't going to. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> so I think that's why Eternals gets as much shit as it does because it doesn't use all those elements to prop up what some people feel is not as strong a story as some of the other MCU films. I just disagree. I think the story was fantastic. The moral dilemma of... Do we sacrifice the earth to birth the celestial? That celestial will then go on to create billions or trillions of lives. Or do we save the earth, kill the celestial, and now all of those lives, progress doesn't happen, evolution doesn't happen, blah, blah, blah. Like that moral quandary I thought was fantastic. I do think it's kind of sad that all the MCU things that went after this all completely ignored that there's a giant stone celestial popping out of the ocean in the middle of the earth. But, oh, sorry, Megan. Spoiler alert. I've seen that on the internet of like yeah. just photos of it in memes. I'm like, yep. I've never 
I assume it's from Eternals. It sure is. Yeah, it, it sure is. happened, and they mm -hmm. don't talk about it <laughs> on it's any of the other MCU yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. They keep saying, no, Harry Styles has a cameo at the end. He plays Star Fox, who's the brother of Thanos, Eros. Uh, and they keep saying that he is under contract. They are going to feature him again as that character. So really? we'll so... see how they build him in. But there's no guarantee we're going to get another Eternals is, is the point. So, But Star Fox is not an Eternal, though, is he? He says he is. Hmm. In that post-credit scene, he says he is. And, and again, in canon in the comics, Thanos is technically an Eternal. Oh, is he really now? With the deviant gene, yeah. Okay. Ah, okay. Oh, right. Yes, I've seen that. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Oh, yep. well, I didn't know that. All right. Anywho. So, anywho, right. so let's stop talking about Eternals because you know we've been talking now for twenty minutes and <laughs> we've only, got oh, we've only gone to two middle tier ones. That's um, fine. So let's go back to the list here. Uh, oh, mean, maybe. I'm, yeah. Keith is saying, I'm, didn't they mention that Celestial and She-Hulk like a newspaper article or something? Maybe I didn't watch She-Hulk, so I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yep. Uh, they might have. Uh, I haven't watched She-Hulk either. There you uh, go. Megan has. Maybe that's how you. Maybe that's why actually, you have the backdoor reference. For everybody to everybody on screen, no, the maybe. list is I over have here. Seen it. I have yes. seen okay. Um, are we okay with this? I don't think Eternals is goes nope. over Black Panther. I'm good with it below Black Panther. Totally cool. Your pick, JS. All right. Well, since we're 20 minutes in and it doesn't look like we're gonna get to my movie, I'm gonna go big. You were the one that to start in the middle. Or go home. Uh, okay, fine. I'll start in the middle. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start fighting. just below the middle for me. Uh, and and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit surprised that when I started looking at the Marvel movies, that this movie fell so low on my lists, considering how much I really loved the movie and I ranted and talked about it. And... Sorry, I'm trying to keep talking so I can find the damn You're image like, here. Delay, <laughs> Come on delay, now. Delay. See, this is it. where this is where we need producer Jen. Like, <laughs> and producer Jen's not available, and I look like a moron. No, no, it's okay. Take your and, time. And boom, there we go. Spider-Man, no way home. Okay, yeah. So for me, no way home. Okay. I was never a massive fan of the original Spider-Man movies. Um, I had issues with some of the changes that they made to the character of Spider-Man and how they portrayed who should have been a teenager as like a 30-year-old for crying out loud, right? So, um, Welcome to movies in the early 2000s. Yeah. Beyond all of that, we finally got an actual Spider-Man movie. Uh, and Tommy McGuire was significant in what that meant to the world of superhero movies. Um, I enjoyed, as much as everybody hated, I enjoyed the Amazing Spider-Man movies much more than the Tobey Maguire movies. But this damn movie brought them both back. Right? Like, this was... We were talking about this again earlier today, Jeff. This is hits all the nostalgia points that it needed to hit to really suck us in uh, and, and make us want to see this movie. And it turned out to be good. I loved how they did the Green Goblin story. I loved how they fixed Otto's thing and he becomes Otto again. Uh, I loved everything about this movie. I shouldn't say I loved everything about this movie. There were some things with Doctor Strange specifically that I was like, eh, okay, like, you know, but I'm not the hugest fan just hugest fan of Doctor Strange. 
My only issue with that movie is that they basically took him out of the MCU now. Now that nobody knows who he is, does Spider-Man even exist in the MCU anymore? Or is he gone? So that's where we're now left with this character. Is is so, is he just going to go back to Sony now and they're never going to be part of the MCU again and they're never going to talk about Spider-Man? Or they're going to bring some other Spider-Man, some new... Maybe well, Miles will be the next Spider-Man. Do, they can't do that, not in the MCU. Well, they can't. You're right. Yeah. They can't because it's so, owned by Sony. So correct. that's my only issue with the way they did this movie at the end. But otherwise, I loved it. It was a great movie. It's still only six on my list, but yeah. I would say it's, it's eight on mine, so. There you go. I think it's, yeah, I think it's six on my list, too. I'm going to say two things about this movie. One, this movie for me is a movie in two parts, and the first half is boring as all fuck, and it doesn't get good until the second half. I'm sorry, but it is. The first act to act and a half, even into the, a, good, a good way through the second act, is boring. It does not get good. The second thing I want to point out is this is... Sit, the only parts of this movie, even in that back half that don't work for me, are actually the MCU parts. Because all the best elements of this film are from the Sony side of things. Yeah, you're Green right. Goblin, Otto Octavius, all, yeah. even Jamie Foxx, all of the villains, they're all Sony villains. Not a single one of them are MCU characters. The only real MCU character in this film is Doctor Strange. And they disable him about a third of the way through the movie. And you don't see him again till the end which is good because he actually doesn't fit in the rest of the film. At no, all. he doesn't. And then you get Andrew Garfield and then you get Tobey Maguire. All the best elements of this film have nothing to do with the MCU on any level. It's all based on all the Sony films that came before. And now because of Morbius and Venom and everything else, everybody wants to shit on Sony. Guys, Sony made the best Spider-Man films that have ever been made. I'm sorry, but they did. And you you know that they did because you all came out to watch this movie. One and a half billion dollars worth of you came out to watch this movie for those elements specifically. Those were the elements that worked in this film. Not Doctor Strange and not any of the other ties. Although I will say, for me, this was Zendaya's best outing to date by far. She was barely there in the first two Spider-Man films, but to be mm -hmm. fair, those were barely there, those films. I didn't think either one of those were very good. But she kills it in this movie. She's very, very good. I haven't watched Euphoria, so I haven't seen a lot of her stuff. But she is excellent in this movie. Megan, what do you think? I was say, I'm totally good with this being on the list. Uh, I agree with you for the plot points. I was a bit iffy on the only other Spider-Man one from the Tom Holland trilogy that I was going to consider putting on my list would have been the very first one, just based off of Keaton's performance. It was so, so good to me. I really no, liked no, that. No, no, no. Keaton was great. Keaton's always great. Yeah, because yep. Keaton. But yeah, no, this one this one won out and was the uh, the Spider-Man one that I included in my my top 10. So yeah, no, I no objections. It. Excellent. Put it on the list, Jazz. You know, I mean, so far, I'll be honest, Keaton was great. And, and so was, um, oh, wow, his name just flew out of my head, uh, Mysterio. Sorry? Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, thank you. Uh, he was amazing as well as Mysterio. I loved him as Mysterio. Um, again, I had issues with how that movie was played out, but I thought he was a great, he played a great character. You believe he's a good guy at the first, and you're like, what the fuck, man? Why is yeah. he a good guy, right? Like, that makes no sense. Like, this is dumb. Anyway. Um Nobody is who they appear to be in that film. So, 
nobody appears to you know you're right Fear, 100%. fury and hill are both scrolls and They're both scrolls yeah mysterio is not the 616 mysterio he's that earth mysterio that's just a yeah. piece of shit that's all mm -hmm. yeah uh so, i would i would put that at number one based on what we have there sir yeah i mean i i'm of the same uh -oh. megan oh uh oh i put it below back black panther still He's what? way higher than Black Panther on my list. Yeah, way higher than my Black Black Panther on my list too. Okay, it's below Black Panther on mine, but since you guys are still on there, so it's fine. This isn't a democracy; it's a geekocracy. Okay, so. let's uh, let's remember this one, and let's keep in mind that there there's going to be ones above these. So I mean, it's not. I yeah. yeah. No way home. Uh, I believe it is back to Megan's turn. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I already know what the reaction to this is going to be. Uh, so my number four is Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yep. My apologies. I was, I was prepared Sorry. for that. Is there a number twenty-seven on the list? Can we? Can we put that? How many MCU movies have there been? Because <laughs> whatever it is, that's the last. You got it out of your system? Can I explain now? I, you can try, darling, but I, <laughs> I, please explain this fucking movie to me. Okay, so in the world of MCU movies, one, this is the only one that actually shows like Asgard and its people and its culture to give you something to give a shit about when it's destroy, destroy, eh, destroyed in Ragnarok. Because every other movie has just been, oh, look, Asgard, pop, we're going somewhere else. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Okay, from there on, uh, in this movie, there's... <laughs> she has notes. <laughs> I have notes. This is the one that I needed notes for because I knew there would be objections. <laughs> okay, there is actually notable character growth in Thor from the first movie and Avengers to this one. You can see that he's learned how to deal with... Eh, how he's learned to deal with Earth, its people, its customs. When he goes to uh, Jane's place with uh, meeting with Selvig and everyone he like hangs the hammer on the coat rack because he has all of his friends things on the coat rack so he's joining in he's learning which they then throw all to shit in Ragnarok but that's fine we're not talking about that uh <laughs> it actually incorporates meaningful screen time for some of the side characters to give character development to them because we don't give a shit about them up until this point so we actually learn about Frigga we see her do things that way there's some sort of emotion when she gets murdered. Uh, we see Fandral, we see Sif, Volstagg, Heimdall, even Odin. Like, it really fleshes out his character a lot in this movie. You get to see, like, the emotion he had for his wife and the questionable warmongering decisions that he makes as a ruler. <laughs> uh, it definitely has the best show of the... <laughs> worst, worst Thor movie. Hashtag... No justice for Thor Dark Eric World. Eric is saying worst Thor movie. <laughs> Hashtag worst Thor movie. Yeah, that's pretty good. Hashtag no justice for Dark World. Please continue. It has the best showing of the complicated family dynamic within like Thor and Loki and everyone. It actually goes into the emotion for that. Mm -hmm. And with that, like it actually has a good balance of like drama and action and humor. And the humor that it does have in it isn't at the expense of turning their main character into a punchline. JS, do you feel like you're being trolled right now? I feel like we're being trolled right now. That's the only thing I can think of. Like, I knew so, I was going to get roasted for Eternals, but this is bold. Yeah, I I agree with everything you just said there, Megan. I don't care. I'm putting it on my list. I agree with everything you just said there, Megan. 
except for the last part when you talked about how it was, you know, action packed and funny and, and, you know, not that it was funny. It had moments of humor. Yeah. So like I, I, around Stonehenge naked type of humor, that, that kind of really terrible, awful humor. Is that the humor that we're referring to? Is that no, is that like the... interactions oh. between characters? Oh, okay. All right. Brutal. Yeah, moody, I, uh, moody Thor and uh boring villain equals terrible film. Yeah. Uh, this out. is one of my very bottom MCU movies. I think this is widely regarded as the worst uh, MCU film. Like, if you look up lists of the worst MCU films, I this almost think... always ranks number one. I don't know, man. Love and Thunder is pretty bad. Well, I mean, really pre Love and Thunder, but no, I agree. But holy fucking shit. This uh, movie what was, was the other one that I watched so that bad. was like, this is really bad? It was one of the recent ones, too, I thought. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do make some good points. And I do like the fleshing out of the side characters. You you absolutely have yeah, that right. 100%. Especially since they get jettisoned in the next film. Yeah. They, they, I, they, I, I, I could not agree more. You just made everything about the film. Like, all of the side pieces are good. But then, yeah, the movie itself, the, the, the way the movie is put together, the plot lines of the film, how absolutely morose and mopey the main... You're saying he had some character growth. I mean, he just got super emo mood. I don't know if he smiles once in that entire film. He's really, well, really he mopey. Well, it okay. Not like he does in the first one and not like he does in the third one. He's super, super mopey. Yes, the uh, third he, one when they turn him into a himbo where he just uh, thinks no, everything no, no. is... I, I will shit on Ragnarok all day long, <laughs> but there's that doesn't mean... Just because Ragnarok is not good because of that, that doesn't mean this is good because it's the opposite. This is still not good, in my opinion. It, what it what it, the merits of it don't prop it up enough to make this a good film it's just it's just the hottest garbage the fact me. that it has a bad villain or just a basic villain that you can actually no, hate no because no you're right no 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 you're right in the first place it was a bad villain make it bad oh terrible no I, not I, automatically but i feel like the problem points. with this movie is it was never supposed to be about the villain it was supposed yeah, to be about loki not. right yeah. So it was supposed to be about the relationship between Thor and Loki and Loki dying. You must dying. be truly desperate. Right? That's what it was supposed yeah. to be about. So they you brought in truly this. desperate to pick this film on your list. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Wherever you want to put that. Four. Yeah, I'm putting that dead last. I'm sorry, Megan. I'm thinking there's a good decision. Here. I just had to say it. I had to say my piece. <laughs> I mean, I have complex notes. Gather around, children. Megan's going to educate us on how good I appreciate it, and I agree also, with everything you said. Just rewatching that, it is a beautifully shot movie. Like everything about the cinematography in that is stunning. And as someone who really likes fantasy, it's hard to do that in the MCU world where everything else is well, not everything else, but most other good ones are based on Earth. See, I actually prefer the first film for that level of 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 how they portrayed Asgard and such. I know it was small, a smaller piece of the first. You, I know, I know it's a smaller piece, but what Kenneth Branagh did is he he lent it that Shakespearean air. He really made you feel like you were in a mystical other realm, whereas in some of the other ones, it just feels like you're just like walking around in someone's castle. Like it doesn't feel as See, transportive as well like you get into the nitty-gritty of it like you see their technology when she's working the soul forge no, you get to find yeah, out about know. like the weaponry just, and the ships and all the uh, little unique just, things that they brought in from like norse mythology no, scandinavian styling oh it was a great worst. world building experience the story just was lacking right holy it's, shit it just there was a story fell short oh yeah what 
Sorry. Anyways, moving right along. Whose turn is it? Yours. Uh, I believe it's your hey! turn. Hey! All right. Let's uh, let's let's do this. Uh, let's do the Guardians of the Galaxy. Which one? Uh, the, oh, the first one. The second one's the hottest garbage as well. So, the second one is is one of my all time worst MCU films, right up there with Throw the Dark World. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I can bring you on the yep. Guardians one being bad. So the first one of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and and the case for this one is fairly simple. And I get it. It definitely has Ragnarok, Ragnarok vibes. It is goofy. There's no question that it's goofy. And I know for some folks, <clears throat> Megan, it's an automatic on the bottom of the pile as soon as it's goofy. However, this one in particular, I felt was goofy with a lot of hearts. It was goofy mm -hmm. with stakes. It was goofy with characters that it spent enough time with that you end up falling in love with some of these characters. What they ended up doing with a lot of those characters after this movie was terrible, but you can't look at it when you first watch that film. You don't know what's going to happen to a lot of these characters. When you first see this film, those characters are there and they accomplish exactly what they're meant to accomplish. Each one of them has their moment. Each one of them has their place. And together, again, the stakes aren't very high. The villains kind of like blah, like we get Ronan the Accuser. I like Lee Pace, but who cares? Like it doesn't really mean anything. But to take this many obscure characters from a comic book that really nobody has got a clue about, to take an up and rising star like Chris Pratt that really put him on the map with this film. Zoe Saldana kills it. This is again the start of Dave Bautista's career too, and he's turned into a very accomplished wrestler turned actor. Bradley Cooper, Vindy's, I mean what's not to love about this film it's just a shame what happened to this whole franchise right after this but i love this i think this was a fantastic film it's a lot of fun it speaks to adults and kids it's a crowd pleaser just shut your brain off and shut up and watch the film like it's just a fun ride it's what it's meant to be that's what this is supposed to be it's not trying to tell you a deeply characterized world building tale some some movies don't do that this isn't thor the dark world this is the eternals this is meant to be fun and fun in a less goofy way for me than Ragnarok or Love and Thunder. Fun in a way that's got heart. That's how I see this. They had a group of ragtags in a comic series not many know about and nailed it. Yeah, in my opinion, I agree. This is the perfect James Gunn vehicle. You couldn't ask for a better movie for him to be involved in. That was from our buddy Steve Jones. Yep, Andrew Saxon makes a good point too. Guardians was a great one and completely suited to Gunn. This is his wheelhouse, man. I'm telling you, this is where this guy lives. I'm excited for Booster Gold on the DC side because I think it's going to have this very same vibe. And I hope Gunn is going to be in on the writing of Booster Gold series when that comes out because plus Steve Jones, I am Groot. I knew you would like this pick, Steve. Anyway, sorry. I've gushed enough about Guardians. Go ahead, guys. I know I know what Megan's opinion on this is. Megan, do you want to jump in here and give us the other side of this argument? Yeah, I'll let Megan talk because I, I agree almost 100% with everything you just said again. Uh, but this time, I did enjoy the fact that it was just a fun action movie right yeah. it didn't take itself too seriously and and it in the end it worked it, it made you want to like these characters right uh make it holes that was my piece go ahead <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> i personally guardian this guardians isn't the worst it's probably like mid-range of the like 30 whatever movies there have been from the mcu well that's, for me. so that's like, okay yeah. not mid-tier for you yeah it wouldn't even come close to the top of my list like i'd be putting like dr strange and shang chi and most other things in front of this but wait really yes oh wow okay i think she's breaking up i think she we're losing we're losing her connection what's this <laughs> go okay. ahead megan do you have I anything already else know to, i'm like... gonna be outvoted but like 
you say that there's no plot line in Dark World where right. it's, this is the same thing. There's a group of random characters who are interacting and then suddenly, oh, there's an Infinity Stone that we need to try and get away from the bad guy. Yeah. Would you like to know the difference between those two films? It starts with an F, it has a U in it, and it ends with an N. Thor The Dark World is the least fun movie I've ever watched in my life. It's like doing my taxes. Guardians of the Galaxy is a fun movie. That's what it's built on. That's what you're supposed to feel. If you don't get that, that's okay. You don't have to. But if you don't get it, you're not going to enjoy the film. If it's not fun to you, then yeah, it's just going to be a slog no, for you. It was Like it Thor was The Dark fun. World it is a slog fine. for the it's rest of It's not one that I would want to rewatch because there's any like nuance to it. <laughs> oh, I've seen Guardians multiple it. times. Yes, I have too. That is Again, your opinion. And you're I, really, I really hate... <laughs> I really hate where this series went and where these characters ended up. Same. It might, this one, I might have, I might be getting one, biased based off of the other things I've seen them in afterwards. I haven't rewatched Guardian since the first time that I saw it, but have if you, you can seen try the Christmas to go into special? Have you seen the Christmas special? No, I haven't seen the Christmas special. Oh my god! I mean, you don't like Guardians, so I mean, you After won't enjoy it. One, but I just, I can't. The Christmas special is amazing. It's it's it takes all the silliness and it turns it all on its head and and I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Uh okay, we need to talk about the lists. I mean, what are we doing here? Where are we putting guardians on the lists? I would say five. I know you're going to disagree. <laughs> mm, uh, on that no. list, I would put it at three. If it was my list, it would actually be two, but I I would acquiesce to three. If it's below Black Panther, I'm happy. Yeah, for sure for me. Okay, um, well, it's definitely going to be above Eternal, so three seems like yeah, it is okay. then, right? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Guardians of the freaking galaxy, man. All righty. Uh, whose turn is it? Well, that was me. Is it my turn? Yeah, man. So I guess it's my turn. I'm, uh, I, I should have started looking for my damn image before, ahead of time. I should have prepared is what I should have Come done. Come on, got to get on that. You know what? I'm just going to say it right away. For me, the next one kind of has to be Endgame. Okay. I know for a lot of people, Endgame is their top movie of, of all the MCU. For me, not even close. But it is on my top ten. Um, for me, Endgame is another one that's about mid-tier. Um, it really closed off the story that we started, was it 2008? Yep. 2007, 2008? Yep, um, that story is now over. Everything after that is, is a new story, right? We're telling a new story. In that same world that we've tried to build, but now we're telling new stories and trying to rebuild that world that we've already built. Um, so that was kind of that bookend appropriately named Endgame. Um, we lost a lot of people. Uh, it was emotional for a lot of reasons. We've had character redemptions. Um, we've had characters show up that could have not been in the movie at all and it wouldn't have made a difference. Uh, we had some funny parts. We had some funny quips between people that we had never seen interact before. We had all new interactions between characters, specifically Ant-Man and, for example, Rhodey. I mean, some of those quips are genius. Uh, yeah. 
Endgame has to be on my top 10, but for me, again, nowhere near the top. Yeah, we really only lost we really only lost two. And even of those two, one of them got a movie right after that. So it's hmm. yeah. So we really only lost Tona, Tony and Tona? Tony and Natasha. Tona and Natasha? Natasha and Tony. Uh, and Natasha got a movie right after. Uh out of well, sequence, obviously. But she but but still, she still got there was you you got to see more Black Widow after she died. Tony's really the only one we I and and same with Vision. You got to see more of Vision after Vision died. So, um, yeah, we really only lost Tony um, throughout this. Uh, my argument for this is the exact same as my argument for uh, for No Way Home. The front half of this movie is okay. There there are some fun interactions, like when Steve fights himself and you know the whole America's ass thing. Like there's some cute little moments here and there, but a lot of it's just a slog. But Fuck me, man. When those portals start opening up and he finally says Avengers Assemble, I'm getting goosebumps right now. That's that's probably the greatest cinematic sequence you're we're ever gonna see on like I don't know what would ever happen that would ever top that. Yep. On your left. Come on, man. Like he's got the ham that he gets the hammer, bruh. Yeah, he You're finally gets the 10 wheel, years wheel of movies build up to this final sequence, yeah. this final battle. All the time travel stuff, Drek, all the all dumb, all super dumb. Didn't like any of it. But the payoff, Chef's goddamn kiss. Yeah, the payoff for this was great. Like I have I have Endgame on mine. It's number 3 for my list and I just have a note underneath where it's just like this movie made me cry like a baby the way nothing ever has. <laughs> And it's such a satisfying way to wrap up a storyline. Like it was, it was so good. It was so so good. Yeah, it was number five on my list overall. So, uh, Andrew says I'd have to put the original Avengers far above Endgame. Love seeing the team, their dynamics. Nice. This felt more like I can't read there. Trying to tie up threads. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely bringing up loose ends. There's no question there. Like that's what this movie. It's called Endgame. <laughs> that's 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 what it's yeah. meant to do. Mm -hmm. And I, but I agree, um, you know, for me, the original Avengers was way higher on the list. Actually, it's funny that I've got three of the four Avengers movies on my list. Yeah, the three the three good ones. Yeah, that's correct. Well, the other one was also good, but... Age of Ultron? Yeah, I didn't... I didn't. Ugh. Ultron was one of the only villains that they properly... Like, when you watch the Age of Ultron series for example in the old avengers cartoons when you read the age of ultron comic books there's a way that that story goes and it's it's the most like the age of ultron of all of the marvel movies uh but it didn't make my top 10 you know so nor should it that's that all right where do we put this one on the lists i'm uh, above everything that's there right now i would agree so you would put it right at number one really well, yeah. no, we okay. put it above for, everything for that's on I the mean, list. for me, for me, see, Endgame comes right below No Way Home, but okay. No, I, I, I can deal with that. I would, yeah, I would. Just from the yeah. catharsis, it's, yeah, can't. Yeah. Yep. Endgame, man. I'm cool yeah. with that. All the emotions. So many emotions. Mm -hmm. Megan, I believe it's your turn. It is. It is. Okay. Well, going up, uh, I would say, you just said my number three. So uh, number two that I have for mine is the very first Iron Man. Fuck yeah. Yes. Yep. Wrapped on that one. Like, 
it's the start of all of it. You don't get the MCU without that movie being absolutely amazing. And it was absolutely amazing. The balance of all the different aspects of the film, you get all the emotion, you get the humor, you get the action. There's the, up at, at that point when it first came out, the unexpected, oh my God, this person close to me is the actual villain. Mm-hmm, we now mm-hmm. know that Marvel does that in most things, but at that point it was fun and new. And yeah, it was just, oh, it was so good. It was so good. There's yeah, no, sh- this is the movie that yeah, kicked it all off, right? It all off. We don't get anything else. I don't know what else we, we need on that to put it on this. Yeah, the only, det- to the, 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 the one detraction, I guess I would say, is it's a shame that this became the template for every Marvel movie after this, especially origin films for their characters after this. They all borrowed heavily from Iron Man, so it... To yes, me, it so kind that's not of, the fault of this movie. That's the I didn't fault say, of people that are writing I, I, afterwards. I, I never said it was, but it still makes me look at this movie now with a bit of a jaundiced eye because now I see this movie every time there's a new Marvel movie. So it's taken some of the shine and the polish off of this one. I can't help that. That's just mm-hmm. how my brain works. Like this movie did that to everything else. Obviously, all the bullshit that happened with Terrence Howard. I love me some Don Cheadle. Cheadle is the fucking man. I love him in everything, but it's just so weird with all the Terrence Howard thing. But come on. Can we talk about the greatest, single greatest piece of casting that has ever happened? You can make your argument for Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. You can make your argument for Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. But Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark is like... It's if so God himself was doing casting or herself was doing casting for movies, that's who God picks. Yep. Unbelievable how I've never seen a role fit a person so well. So just cool. owned it. There is no MCU. It's not just without Iron Man. There's no MCU without Robert Downey without Jr. Robert period. Downey. Period. Yeah. Whatever you like yeah, or hate or whatever, whether you got tired of him, whatever the case may be, none of this happens without him in that role. Guaranteed. And Jeff Bridges is the bad guy. Sign me the fuck up. Yes. Did every movie after that end up being Iron Man versus Iron Man? Yes. Who cares? Jeff fucking Bridges. Ugh. Chewing scenery and the Ten Rings and Pepper Pot. Come on. Yeah. No, dude. This movie's yep, genius. Getting everything in there. Nope. Chef's kiss. Number three on my list, man. So 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 good. So good. Uh, to me, it's number one on that list. I don't. I don't no, think I have anything list, to add, and I, I will agree with that as well. Like, oh. there we go. We miss you. Iron we Man. miss you, Tony. We miss you. Uh, this is why Jeff. I was crying like a baby in Endgame, and right. I, I was not okay. Uh, let's get this one out of the way, kids. You know what? Now I'm torn as to which one. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to talk about my number one. I'm going to talk about Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Oh, damn it. That's my number one. I was go- I was going to say Infinity War. Which one do you want me to talk about? Okay, fine. Yeah, let's go. We'll talk about this one. Yeah, Captain yeah, yeah. America, let's talk about it. Might as well. Winter Soldier. Yeah. So, again. damn image. I uh, know. You look for the damn image. I'll, I'll go talk. ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, here's the, again, here's the funny part. If it's been a while since you've watched Captain America the Winter Soldier, I suggest you go back and give it another watch. And there's one really good reason why something extraordinary is going to stand out to you about this film. No, it's not how hot Scarlett Johansson is. Although, damn. Uh, What's going to stand out to you about this film is there's not a single joke told in this entire movie. There is not one moment of genuine levity in this film. This is 
the most serious MCU movie that's been made to date. Bar none. There's nothing else. Even Eternals has quips and jokes in it. The Winter Soldier has almost zero. There's one or two very small lines. Jefferson Pierce asked Nick Fury to have Iron Man at his kid's birthday. And Natasha's talking about taking a bullet and she can't wear bikinis anymore. And Steve's like, yeah, I'm sure you look really terrible in them. But And then she makes him kiss him on Escalator or whatever. But honestly, there's no jokes in this film. It is the best, the most tightly threaded film that they've ever done. The overall themes of this film, Steve has the best line in this whole movie. Something about, I'm here to pick up a fossil. Yeah. Something about, um, you know, once you start, you know, wh whatever it is, the, the, the totalitarian government that obviously Nick Fury is trying to create, like trying to head off crime before it even happens, right? Trying to even still rule by fear and such. It's everything against what Steve's about. Plus, it's the best Captain America suit, in my opinion, is in this film as well. That stealth suit. Just, just, a, just, a, just an amazing movie, which is funny because the Winter Soldier character itself is my one of my least favorite MCU characters. But it still works in this film. The tie-in, having it be Bucky, that whole nine yards. Dude, you get the introduction of Sam. Come on, man. Like, what an left. amazing, amazing film. Yeah. And yeah, we finally get to see Steve trying to put a life together after being frozen for 70 years. He's not just thrown into the, the action and and chasing after bad guys and beating up Red Skull and figuring shit out in Avengers. This is Steve trying to just live his fucking life and just be Steve Rogers, man out of time. And they won't let him. Nope. And then the whole Hydra thing, like, the oh, my only quip about this movie, the only portion of this movie that I didn't feel worked is the whole Arnim Zola thing in the computer in the yeah. bunker that part i feel was the weakest part of the film everything else in this film is top shelf robert fucking redford are you kidding me come on man anyway, yeah, armenzola was pretty silly especially considering how important armenzola is as a villain you know within the avengers brand as a, as a general yeah uh, what they did there was just dumb like a throwaway thing, right? Like... But even even like him being able to transfer his consciousness into computers that were out in the fifties, it's just so ludicrously stupid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, the, that whole scene doesn't work. Thankfully, that whole scene is just there to, for an exposition dump. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. They could have done that in a million different ways. They chose to do it that way. Uh, that's not great. It's ten minutes of information you need to have for the movie to work. Okay, mm -hmm. fine. On your left, yeah, no, dude. There's so many. Th to me, this is the setup movie for everything to come. You need this film to set up uh, Infinity War and Endgame, in my mind. Because you have to know what kind of man Cap is and what he's going to stand for and stand against. And this is the film that gives you that. Way more so than The Winter Soldier and a whole lot more. And I know I'd probably get some arguments about that. A whole lot more than Civil War. This is the film where you find out who Captain America actually is. To me. Anyways. We need to catch I mean, I don't know right. how much more we can add. I mean, sorry, guys, I know, man. We've I went got off on a rant. Jeff I'm is so one sorry. hell of a mouthpiece tonight, guys. I mean, I'm he just sorry. gets For going. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm we sorry. should just I'm... list movies and have Jeff talk nope. about them. That's what nope. we should do. I'm shutting up. Okay, I'm so done. This one. Uh, this one. Sorry. No, that was amazing. That that was like holy cow. Like like. I'm passionate about this movie, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys. I please. I agree with everything that you mentioned. Uh, the new helicarriers were badass. Um. The action in this was top-notch. The Winter Soldier, to me, was not a superhero movie. 
No, not at all. Right? It was more of like a spy thriller type 100%. movie yep. than a superhero movie. And it's the only uh, one of its kind in the MCU. And it's the only one in the MCU that felt like not a superhero movie, but just a good something else, right? Yep. I keep saying this. We need a proper MCU horror movie. We need a proper, like, we need different styles of movies within the MCU. This proves that that works, right? The MCU is going stale. Give us more of this. I don't know what they're waiting for. And and I agree I that say, this... Uh, Black Widow, when they did her prequel, it was a similar vibe to this one. 100%. The Black Widow movie? Yep. Yeah, for sure. They, I, they were for sure trying to pull from this. Um, yeah. Now, the Black Widow movie happens right after after this no after no, civil, it's after, war? Uh, civil war after yeah. civil war right uh in any case yeah i agree with everything you just said the suit by far the best cap suit that they've had so far that's why that's the one i have <laughs> yeah 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 megan do you want to add anything to my 10 minute friggin as I, tap, I think tap you got the good points of this i also really enjoy this movie it is i think the best portrayal of widow and she is one of my favorites so that helps mm -hmm. uh yeah i don't know i didn't have it super high on my list i think it was like seven or eight but yeah i had seven but i it's on the list so i'm good with it hey all right it's it's it is number one on my list guys i mean it's number one on my list too and and i, I i'm inclined to put it at number one here <laughs> as megan <laughs> megan has a fit hey Go below Iron Man. So you feel yeah. Iron Man was a better movie than Winter Soldier? I think so. Jeff didn't was wearing have that anything. suit when I met You were him. saying about movies holding on to crutches, and this has the crutch of the previous Avengers and Captain America movies that came before it to make it a better movie. Iron Man didn't have anything. It needed to be a good movie on its own. Well, I mean, yes, 100%. Uh, do you but feel like... Of really all the Captain America movies, this is the Captain America movie. No, it definitely is. Right, uh, I I understand her point though. Like like, Iron Man is the Iron Man movie. The Captain America: The Winter Soldier is the Captain America: Winter. And you're talking about the two most popular yeah. MCU characters. Hundred percent. Right? Uh, that's why we lost them both. Uh, Andrew Saxon seems to agree. Iron Man over Winter Soldier. Um, Michael I mean, is saying you were wearing that cap suit when he met you. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I do that. Where I do wear that one a lot, and I'm going to be wearing it at Toronto again. So there we go. Well, I'm glad you were wearing something. Uh, Captain America, the winter. It's definitely the longest name. It's up there. I mean, it's holy two cow. Lines. It's going on two lines. Okay. Uh, so, whose turn? I don't, I don't know. Did you just make an arbitrary decision and just see it's just going to number one? <laughs> yes, That's just yes, what's happening. Did. All right. All right. Well, cool. you guys said it was better than Iron Man. No? Oh, no. no. You no, wanted no, it under I, no, Iron no. Man. Uh-oh, shit. Is that a Word Sorry. document? Don't move it. Don't move a picture. It's going to be all the formatting will go to shit. Sorry, you wanted uh, you and You and I think it's better than Iron Man, but I don't know that that's the general consensus overall. So. Sorry. I thought you guys were saying you wanted it over Iron Man, not under no, Iron Man. Megan Sorry. definitely does not want it over Iron Man. That's for sure. All right. Is number two work for you? I would say I'm good with number two. All right, perfect. Uh, who who picked Winter Soldier? <laughs> who gushed over it for 15 minutes? That was minutes. you. So Jesus then Christ. does that I mean it's Megan's underwear. turn? Okay. No, it means it's your turn. 
It's my turn again. Oh, well, then Infinity War. Fuck yeah. I mean, Infinity War. The uh, the best Avengers movie? Yes, absolutely. I could, what, why, what's what's the argument? Yeah, I mean, the best, not, not only the best Avengers movie, but arguably one of, if not the best MCU movie of all time for me. My top two were Winter Soldier and Infinity War. Um, I don't even know you where get, to start. You get everybody? By the way, you get everybody? Everybody. You get literally you every get, single character yeah. in the MCU. You finally get movie. a complex villain that people can actually relate to and even kind of semi empathize with. To? Yeah. Well, and that was, I think, a have big you part seen of the Thanos is right memes that have been going around since this movie yeah. came out. Maybe there's like a million of them out there. A lot of people related to his character. A lot. Oh, of yeah. People concerns about humanity then well i'm just telling you there's finite resources and he gets that and it's the same argument it's the same meme when you see dwight from the office saying we need a new plague that's basically what he did there's too many people right mm -hmm. yeah no I, I i love how they structured a seven year story it's not seven year 15 year 11 years how many years was phase one and two <laughs> 2008 uh, to whenever this came out, which I think would be 2019, 2018. So 11 years. Uh, 2018. So 10 years for Infinity War. So 10 years for yep. Infinity War. Yeah. Um. You know, we're, we're we're getting a story that they've been building for 11 years, right? Right. That they've been strategically, like chess pieces, laying nice. the tiles. Why are we arguing about this? It's Cap with the beard. It wins. Well, oh. yeah, Cap with the, the beard drop. for sure. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you. Yes, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I 100% agree. Uh, looks like he copied me, though, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> you copied my beard? I see you copied my beard. <laughs> uh, Andrew Saxon is saying uh, Infinity War, the difficulty of making a movie where your heroes lose and still make it enjoyable. The Empire Strikes Back of the MCU, so bonus points for that. Yes and yes. I mean, yeah. I, I There you go. Mic drop. We're done. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll Bye. <laughs> Why haven't we had Andrew on the podcast? Yeah, I don't know. I Can mean, someone tell that's... that nerd to apply to be on the podcast? Jesus. Yeah, that's exactly it. Andrew, get your ass on the podcast. Uh, Megan, did you have anything to say about this movie before yeah, she looks we like decide? She's got some thoughts and feelings that we're not going to agree. Where say, we're going to put up? Didn't make my top ten when I'm thinking about movies that I enjoyed the entire process through. The really? Second half of it, I did. I think I just fall into the trap that I like the character growth and like specific moments with each character. And when you have 30 characters in a movie, you can't have those moments. Everything is an ensemble every time. And it's just a lot of like here to here to here to here to here. It's hard to like get those emotional the only the best moment in this movie for me was when thanos got the stone from vision that interaction with him and wanda and in vision all of that together that was the best part of this for me but everything else was so him, fun, him throwing, but not top 10 him throwing gamora off the for the soul stone that nothing for you just bonk just well, blank. no still <laughs> also good but like, well she didn't like the guardians of the galaxy of movies so well i guess where it was more of like a one-on-one -on -one, mm. like there wasn't a huge everyone's clamoring for screen time 
moments. What well, I, I I don't think they were when they were on the top of the mountain on Vormir either, but because there's just there was just the two of them, and then he just pitched her off. Remember, there was just the two. Of them? I yes. Yeah, that was okay. the two. So, so fine, that one, and then hey, two yeah. moments within it, but that's still right. in like the second half of this. So essentially, at the end of the day, like because this is an ensemble film, that takes away from some of the emotionality of it because there's just too many people on the screen at the same time. Yeah. Whereas I think for a lot of us, that's why we love this film so much because we literally get to see everybody at once. Oh yeah, no, it's fair. It's definitely fun. And it was, I was bouncing back and forth for Infinity War. I think I did end up putting it as, yeah, I have it. I ended up putting it as my number 10. So like it's on my list. It's just not at like the top of it. And I think that's why this, I think for, for me anyway, I think that's why Endgame does fall off a bit of a cliff for me because it tries to, it tries to, well, it doesn't try to top this. It's like the follow-up to this. Yeah. And it just does not follow this on my radar in no. any way. No. It's trick it does. It takes the teamwork thing and brings it back to first Avengers, obviously, because it's got the original cast because they're trying to wrap up their stories. But also it takes the plot points that were set up within this, but focuses it down into fewer characters, which I think works better in a storytelling capacity. Uh, if if the story itself is as good, which to me, it's not anywhere remotely close to how good the story is of, of this one. The drive in that second one is all the time travel, timey-wimey-wobbly horseshit that none of it makes sense, still doesn't make sense. Everything the ancient one tells Bruce is thrown out the window when Loki comes along because they're two. They say two completely different things to explain how the multiverse exists. She centers it on the stones. Loki doesn't give a fuck about any of the stones. It's so it's so dumb. They tripped over their own feet. None of it makes any sense. Infinity War is just straight up. Thanos wants five stones. He's got two. How do we stop him? Boom. There's your movie. You've got the galaxy. Literally, what what Mark Ruffalo says. You've got the galaxy's biggest threat coming for what he he, he thinks is his yeah. it's it's no, it's, it's, it's no, genius no. in its simplicity and uh, yeah i don't know man like it's for me this one's so hard and then that that end battle sequence when thor and rocket and groot show up in wakanda i'm sorry that is the single best appearance of a hero that's ever been put on film and i'm not even a thor guy and oh my god the Bifrost hits, that axe comes out, and then he catches it and bring me Thanos and jumps into the air and all the lightning and the sky goes down. Ah, crazy town. So good. Yeah. Well, let's be honest, his scene like that at the end of Endgame was amazing as well. Where he turns into Viking Thor, oh, yeah, like into yeah. ult into yeah. ultimate Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and but... same thing, his eyes just go glowing in the lightning and it goes oh, dark yeah. and it's yeah, sure. like not like Infinity War for me, man. Oh, for sure. So but he's a, when they do when they play him right like that. Thor oh can yeah, be when they make him an actual badass and not. Oh like yeah, a joke, yeah, he's a badass. Oh yeah, when he's a joke. Well, same though. like in Ragnarok, right? When he lit, when he jumps on the bridge, right? And yeah, lightning, you know. Oh, no, yeah. that was super cool. It was the five jokes he told before he did that that I didn't like, but I, I no. understand. I get it. Fair enough. It. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyways, where are we putting Infinity War? Uh, I think this is where we. Are going to disagree <laughs> do you think so yeah i think so because on this list the way we have it right now it would almost have to be number three for me i'm good with that the, wow. way, the nature of the way we have it you guys suck dude i can't put it above the winter soldier and we put that at number two what do you want me to tell you <laughs> i didn't make that choice i mean you're right i have it below winter soldier as well 
but you but have, I Iron have Man it below way that. above. Yeah, I have yeah, I have yeah. Iron Man below those. Yeah, yeah, I know. So okay. Well, here's the suck part. We still haven't talked about the first Avengers movie yet either, and that's going to be up in that group too. So that's going to be up screwed, in that group dude. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we want to just get that out of the way now? Do we want to talk say, about Avengers? I think I'm the next one on, and Avengers is my number one, the very let's, first one, 2012. Let's let's get it. Let's get nasty, guys. We're probably going to have to end the podcast with this one because we're we're running out of time anyways. And what better way to end it? Well, we're not Avengers. even at ten yet, are we? Are we at ten? Is this one ten? Oh, this would be ten, but this there's. 10. I think there's. Well, no. I, I mean, from the discussion we're having, I don't think you're going to like any other my other movies. I don't know if we're going <laughs> to sneak any other ones in here. To be honest with you, I mean, Thor Ragnarok is high on my list. Oh yeah, you two like that one. Uh, oh, you didn't like it, Megan? Okay, yeah, that one might be really. Tough. Oh, well, see, for me, put it on. It didn't come even close. For me, Thor is not only the best uh thor movie but it's it's at the top of my list of mcu movies i have a third on my list um i loved the tone i thought it it, it had you the perfect ragnarok mix of... on third yeah yeah uh it had the perfect tone of funny and action and serious and they found the right portrayal google shut up they found the right portrayal Even of... Google thinks you're full of shit. Look at I that. know, she that? does. I mean, but that's okay because we're here to talk about the Avengers. Avengers. The best MCU movie. See? Korg is, is my bro. Ragnarok is great. Thanks, Terrible. Steve. I appreciate that. Korg, the what the one-note funny, the, the Drax of that film. Yeah, awesome. Great. Yeah. Dumb. Anyways. Super dumb. <laughs> Does anyone want to do Fingers? I have some things for it, but we all probably yeah. have fairly high. Go ahead. Ones. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So it was the original team up one. We didn't have everything coming together before this movie. You get the elements from Iron Man, from Thor, from Captain America that's been set up and then brought into this. Uh, you have an amazing villain within Loki and the setup to Thanos because you get Loki showing up clearly tortured in like a way worse state at the beginning of the movie than in any other point through it, even after he's been pummeled into the concrete by Hulk. So you're like, what the hell did this? What's coming? You see him at the end and it's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it easily stands up to rewatch. I think I've watched the original Avengers probably 15 or 20 times, like no mm -hmm. issues whatsoever. There's good interactions between all of them. I think it shows a good level of, I'm trying to think of the right way to describe it. The switch between the, I guess almost just they're really annoyed. Like they can't stand each other at the beginning of this. And then they become a team by the end. Like it's a good character arc for the group of them together. Yeah, I agree with all that. Jeff? It's really hard not to get caught up in the nostalgia of this film mm -hmm. yep. because it, it did something that had never been done before. So mm -hmm. um, it's it, again, same thing. If you if you go back and watch it and, and like give it a really hard think, it, the, 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 the plot of the movie and some of the elements of the movie are not all that are not all that great. And after watching it and now you find out maybe some of the things that the guy that mostly wrote and directed this film is, is not a super good dude maybe tarnishes its legacy a little bit mm. but this movie reminds me of Batman 89 when Batman 89 came out and how mm -hmm. fucking mental 
everybody was about Batman. Batmania was, and that's pre-internet days, by the way. Batmania was everywhere. This movie was everything. It was everywhere. Everybody was talking about the Avengers because it had never been done before. All these individual movies, Incredible Hulk, Captain America, Thor, you get Scarlet Witch, or not Scarlet Witch, you get Black Widow introduced in the Iron Man films. Dude, just, yeah, like, I mean, there was nothing like it. So it's hard to top because it was the first thing to do it. And now everything's been chasing this movie since then. And for me, the only thing that got close was Infinity War. Because Infinity War was essentially the same idea. A group of heroes come together to fight after a villain that has a very specific world-conquering goal in mind type of thing, right? They just did it on a grander scale in Infinity War. But this laid the groundwork for all of that. It it's, sure it's it's fucking great. It's I, I Anytime it's on, I'll watch it. I could watch this movie every day. Yep. And and be and be good and be happy. It accomplished exactly what it needed to accomplish because this was the this was the Iron Man's not the risky movie. Thor is not the risky movie. Even that dreadfully boring first Captain America movie is not the risky movie. This is the risk. If this flops, this it's there's nothing else. We don't get an MCU. This was their biggest swing, and they crushed it. Well, I got nothing else to say, man. What are you What are you gonna do? So when Iron Man came out, you know, first of all, there was no MCU, right? Let's 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 go right back to the beginning. Iron Man was the first movie of the MCU to come out. There was no MCU, and there was one quick little Te technically scene. the technically the yeah yeah you're right absolutely. Well, the Incredible Hulk, sure. But... No, no, no. They came out within months of each other. It's not like yeah, yeah they came out basically at yeah. the same time. So you're you're fine. You're fine. Uh, one little throwaway post-credit scene or mid-credit scene actually in this case told us what the direction of the next you know x amount of years were going to be it told us right away what we were working to right from day one and what was that Infinity the war. avengers initiative oh yeah yeah for sure right right from day one we knew we were working towards the avengers we they started creating buzz around the Avengers right from the first movie with Iron Man. When we get that Avengers movie, not only is the Avengers one of the, let's be honest, the characters of the Avengers were never the top characters of Marvel. Nope. But the Avengers together was a very popular title for Marvel. So we're finally getting that on screen. We're finally getting the Avengers in live action all together after... This was what? This was the seventh movie? Eighth movie in the series? One, two, three, four, five, sixth. This is six. the sixth Sixth film. movie in the series. Yep. So six movies in, we finally get to see them all together. We get the introduction of Loki, who is probably one of, if not my favorite character in all of the MCU. Loki's amazing. You had great taste. Um... I love how his art. What I I didn't whore. like his show. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not a big fan of his show. It was fun, but I thought the show was silly. Uh, it broke the rules of Loki to me. It it broke canon. Um, but as far as getting a character that you know, you know right off the bat who Loki is, right? There's no ifs and buts about who he is, and what kind of person that he is. But the growth that he goes through over the next 15, 20 years or whatever, how long he's been playing the character now, 
it's been amazing, right? Since 2008, so it's 15 years. Yeah, 16 years. Uh, the first Thor, the first Thor came out 2011. So yeah, Sorry, 2011. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So 13 years. Yep. Whatever the case is. Uh, don't, don't do the math. Don't do the math. No. Don't do the math. It doesn't matter. The math is not important. <laughs> the, the point I'm trying to make is he's he's had one of the most drastic character growth in all of the MCU, and this is where we really, really, really get flesh out who Loki is. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I'm done talking. Uh, Avengers and uh, the first Avengers. First Avengers, did... I had as number one. Okay, not number one for me, but on that list, yeah, on this list now, yeah, nowhere close. It for me, it would be, be like number three, four, four, three or four, and around there. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> okay, I could get down to four. I couldn't have it above. Infinity I could War. get down to three, so I'm willing to concede. But you can get down to three. You'd put it above Infinity War. I would put it above. I could put it above Infinity War, but I would no way put it above Winter Soldier. Not for me. Or Iron Man. Okay, I, I can. Can you live with three, Iron Man? Megan? Yes, I can, for I sure. can live with three. Okay, let's do three. If we post a top ten. MCU films list and it has Eternals and Thor the Dark World on it, they're gonna burn our channel to the ground. Yeah, you know, okay. this, we need right? to uh, we need to add a couple more. There's no list. fucking okay. way. Like we yeah. need to we need to like just shotgun a couple real quick because that's so not going to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for I me, I still say Ragnarok. Thor, put Ragnarok on there. Fine, put Ragnarok on there. Put it. Because she didn't like Ragnarok either a whole lot, but I mean, I would be fine if you put it like right around Guardians. Like if you put it around seven or eight, I'm fine with that. It's not No Way Home, Endgame, Infinity War. It's below all those. For me, Ragnarok is above Guardians. It's it's above it's above all of these, but uh, it's above all of these. Yeah, for me, Ragnarok is number three on my list. You are. You need to put down the pipe, sir. Yeah. Well, no, That's I like crazy. the pipe, but you know. No, yeah, Ragnarok's at, third on my list. At best, the, yeah, there's I can't, dude. There's no way. All right, Megan, where do you see Ragnarok on this list? Uh, twelve. <laughs> Listen, we're trying to make it so we don't get burned on to burned at the stake for having a list with Eternals in the Dark World on it. So it's got to be above those at least. Where's your sense of adventure? Come on. Yeah, I I, I like have, I like being alive. Um, no, I will not put my pipe down. Settle down, Stephen. Over there, settle down, <laughs> Mister Groot. I said around seven or eight. He wants it like no. up at like I don't know some terrible. Well, it, dude, you you would put it above Guardians of the Galaxy, I would think. You don't like that a whole yes. lot. Yes. So could you live with it at eight? Fine. You're telling me you like Guardians better than Thor? Than Ragnarok? First Guardians better than Ragnarok? Yeah. I mean, I agree, but I can acquiesce. I, I, I can, I can live with All it. All right, anyway. fine. How's there? I mean, How's I'm with Megan. I'd be happier with twelve, but that's fine. That'll, that's it's certainly better than the Dark World. So that's, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, what else did we not talk about here? Uh, we touched on Far From Home. Uh, I don't know if we'd want to put that on there somewhere. I really dug the first Thor movie, if I'm if I'm being perfectly honest with you. But yeah, uh, you get I the introduction of Hawkeye. Thor movie, the first Thor movie was a good movie as well. I will admit. Yeah. I mean, 
I would say I had the first, let me see where I have it. I have the first Thor as my number six. Yeah. So I mean, I would put it above Ragnarok and below Guardians, but if you wanted to put it below yeah. Ragnarok but above Eternals, I'd be fine with that too. No, I would agree before. Well, I don't know. Where did you want it, Megan? I had mine at number six for uh, the first Thor. Yeah, I couldn't put it above No Way Home. I mean, I liked it more than Black Panther, but I understand the. Yeah, no, I understand I would have why Black, Black Panther, Panther is is where it is. So I I could live with it at eight. Yeah, it's good. Squash Guardians between Ragnarok and the original Thor. Yeah. There, Eternals and Thor: The Dark World are off the list. We are saved. Thank God Almighty. We will still have a YouTube channel in the morning. <laughs> do we wanna? Do we wanna bring up uh, the one whose name shall not be spoken? Uh, no, that? it's at the bottom of my barrel anyway. Okay. So Zant Man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah you know, is it weird that I love the MCU so much, but I have such a hard time naming movies that I really like out of the MCU? The MCU is the best example that's ever been of the journey, not the destination. Yeah, 100%. Each individual film taken on its own, it's very, very hard to find really good films. But when you look at it as an overarching journey, by the time you start and by the time you get to the end, it feels like it's worth it. But when you have to sit and watch an individual MCU film, sometimes that can be a bit of a chore, man. Sometimes yeah, sometimes that can be a rough go, right? But you understand it's part of a greater tapestry, so it you're, you mm -hmm. you forgive it as you're... That's the, the whole MCU has been relying on that since the jump. Just keep putting out enough content that you'll you'll get that we're weaving you a tapestry. And some of those are going to be highs and some of those are going to be lows. But you're going to get to a point at the end where it's all going to seem like it's worth it. And that's what we got in Endgame. And I want to say for the most part, it's worked. You know, I, I as much as I have MCU movies that are really low on the totem pole for me. I mean, I don't know that there was any that were like. Oh man, this movie like I, I'm gonna walk out on. Well, that's not true. Love and Thunder was really, really, really bad. Oof. Love and Thunder was Oof. like I think that might have been actually the breaking point for me because I think that's the last yeah. one I went to the theater, and I haven't been back to the theater to see an MC movie. movie. I don't actually. I don't think I've seen anything Marvel since that film. That's how. That's how mad that film made me. So you haven't well, seen the second Black Panther? After I have not Panther. seen the second Black Panther. I didn't see any of the TV shows, and I didn't see. Um, I haven't seen Ant-Man. So that Does movie Black Panther really, happened really what, sorry? With me. I wasn't sure if Black Panther came out uh, before or after Love and Thunder. Because I have seen both of those, but I haven't seen anything since. I believe it came out after. It certainly got released on Disney Plus after. Because it only just came out on Disney Plus, And Love and Thunder's been on there for a True. while. So yeah, yeah. I would assume yeah, yeah, that yeah. it came out after. Yeah. I think yeah. we can live with that list, guys. I don't know that there's a whole lot of people are going to complain about the order. But I mean, I, th I think we're probably okay there. I'd be interested to compare this list to a list of top 10 non-MCU Marvel movies. I know. That's what I, I, I see. Here's, guys, here's my idea. I think we do this. Then we do a list of top 10 non-MCU Marvel movies. Then we do a top 10 DC films. And then we take the top three from each of those and pit them on a top nine greatest comic book superhero movies of all time. So we do like a series over the next like four to six months. So we can finally determine who is what is the Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. We can determine which the best 
the absolute best movie, Watchmen, the absolute best movie of all time is Watchmen. Don't uh, do you you, I I will slap the taste right out of your mouth. Don't you dare say Watchmen. The best superhero movie of all time. Like, Uh, what is wrong with you? The best. Oh my god. Long, long movie. So you said that's a better movie than X-Men. Way better. Yeah. What are you out of your mind? Mm. You guys both. Okay, I think uh, Watch we're going to have Thanks, to Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, you need someone gonna... on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> um, Wrap this shit up, shall we? Yeah, I think that's going to be it for this top 10. Uh, guys, we've, we've been talking about for weeks everything, all the stuff coming up. Comic-Con is coming up. We've got a bunch of stuff going on. Um, our first part of our build video for Toronto Comic Con is now out. Uh, I'll spoiler it now. We're building giant stone pillars. Uh, so part one of that is out. Um, there's also the badge build coming. Yep. So I made a bunch of, of um, Star Trek Insignia badge. Uh, those are coming. Uh, we've got the after show coming. We've got a bunch of content coming. And guys, that is all because of that lady right here. Uh, without her, we can't keep up with the content. So, Megan, you have no idea how thankful we are to have you on board and helping us out with this. I'm happy to finally be putting that college degree to good use. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Uh, but, I, you know, we're, next week, guys, next week, we're back to our regular programming. Back to our countdown to Comic-Con. Uh, we've got CJ Prop Studio on. Uh, if you don't know CJ Prop Studio, go check him out. Uh, he's an amazing builder. Big Builds big giant armors. Um, so he's going to be on next week. The following is going to be Mr. Reed's Props Plus. Whew, and after that, it's Comic-Con. <laughs> Live from the floor. Shit. So, yeah, a couple fun weeks coming. Uh, anything else you guys want to pitch and talk about? Actually, CK is this weekend, isn't it? No, heck no. End of April. CKXO is April 30th. Oh, what's the one coming up? Uh, Isn't there one coming up in your area? No, sir. Not in February. No. God, no. Hmm. I've got like a gig uh, in early March, and then I've got a gig. I got a gig the week before March, and then I got a gig the week after March, but those are just two small, like mall based sort of gigs or whatever. So that's, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TCC is the next big one, then CK Expo. And then. We're still in negotiations, but we can make it official. May the 4th, London Brewing Co-op, mm-hmm. in conjunction, mm-hmm. hopefully, with mm-hmm. London Comic Con. We're talking to them as well. A Geeks and Co. events. We are figuring out the details as we speak, but yeah, dude. London Brewing Co-op, if you're in London and you like craft beer and you love Star Wars, come on out because you're going to have a blast. I'll it's free. Just this past weekend. Three until nine. It's going to be amazing. Come on out for that. May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. And then two days after that, it's uh, free comic book day. And we'll be mm-hmm. uh, coming out in force for that, too. So make sure you get around London for that, lads and lassies. Yes, yes. Kitchener was just this past weekend. I did not. Oh, the Tricon one was, yes. Not yes. Kitchener Comic Con, but Tricon was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anywho, that's it, man. Megan? Yeah. Uh, I would say I don't really have any events or anything going on right now. Uh, for my business, I still have a pre-order for one of my... Uh, new coat designs i'm doing my first uh run of actually like manufacturing a piece with a garment producer up in scarborough so that's fun 
you want to go over to my mm. website, alfreycustomware.ca, you can see that. Check out my sewing. It's good. Other than that, uh, yeah, no, going to be working on my widow suit. I need to get that done before Toronto Comic-Con. You sure do. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing that. That's going to be my next few weeks. Yeah, because it's coming up very quick. Well, the gig very that I have the week quick. before Toronto Comic-Con, before. She's, she's coming out for that gig as widow. So, so we're going to do it. One week less than I thought I did, but that's okay. We're going to we're gonna do an Avengers thing. So, it. yeah, yeah. I'll be able to do it. You fixed the helmet. Yay. He's got a face again. Woo. He's got a face again. Although it's funny how it starts like this before it ends up like that. Why are you pointing at his dick? What are you doing? (laughs) You know? All right. Uh, But yes, uh, I'm in full Comic-Con mode as well. Like, hell yeah. Yep. You know, trying to finish and like my armor needs a bunch of fixes too. And I'm fixing my helmet. I'm fixing Rob's helmet. Uh, I got a bunch of t-shirt orders. Hey, by the way, guys. We have a store. Forgot to mention it at the top of the show. Guys, we have a whole uh, an all new store. Thank you very, very much to Miss Jamie. Hey, listen, Smoky Jam. She set up our store. It's amazing. Go check it out. Go to our website. Oh, it's geeksandcompany.ca. It's the easiest that we could find. I wish we could have had something easier, but it's what was available. First link at the top is our shop. Go check it out. If you want to help support the podcast, check out the shop make sure you subscribe that is completely free it really really helps us out especially when you click the like button click that like button it helps propagate the podcast out to the youtube sphere and if you click the notification bell well you'll never miss when we go live megan thank you so so much uh i'm sure we will be seeing you more of you i should say on the podcast um we will be seeing you live at toronto comic-con it's gonna be a fun time Mr. Jeff? Yeah! Thanks once again to my indelible co-host, Mr. J.S. Belanger, the newest member of the team, that Valkyrie girl, our buddy Rob, who is not here with us today, and of course, producer Jen, who is also not here with us today. That is your Geeks & Co. team. We are going to be at Toronto Comic Con. It is going to be a fucking blast. We want to see each and every one of you coming around the booth saying hi. Getting I'm so excited. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. We'll be hungover, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, make sure you are checking out this new stuff on the Geeks & Co. channel here on YouTube. And check out the store. And listen to the podcast. There's so much content, guys. We're bringing you so much content. How do you find the time? I don't. That's why I look perpetually tired. I'm not. I'm actually only 27 years old. I just look this old. That's it. That's bunch more it content coming. Bunch more content yep. coming. So Working keep your eyes wide open, folks. Geeks and Company ain't going nowhere. Nope. We are here to stay. Thanks for watching, everybody. Stay geeky. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.